0: It's the rotten retro time machine whatever mate welcome back welcome back. I did <laughs> it again, I did it
1: last
2: time welcome back
1: <laughs> the mark it's, destroyer well, it's good to be back
0: yeah. yeah, welcome back to the rotten retro time machine and uh, as I understand it, we're still in 1986, and I just want to clarify this: it's because we bought a second-hand time machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, or is it? Is it? As really I'm hoping, I'm hoping there was so much untouched material that we didn't go into because we got stranded in a little chef last time. That yeah, <laughs> um, uh,
1: I, I would would just like to say though about the little chef, if I could.
2: Hey. And that's all well, I've that's got what to we say about that. <laughs> that's the yeah, best well, thing we, you've said we, in four podcasts.
0: Yeah. Told you your confidence had come. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> but it, it, it was either that or I was going to get jibber-jabber out to to make that noise. But I, I think the other thing sounded more like me.
0: Very good. Yeah.
1: Very good. Well, Welcome we're, back. We're you very much
0: been. in there. Yeah. Yeah, although you weren't, because you were the most dominant voice on the last podcast, even though you weren't here, so how you did that,
1: I don't I I do feel It did sound like I hijacked it quite a bit, and hijacked it with something that, even though it was in the 1986 podcast, was with something that happened in 1989, (laughs) so that's why we're back again. We're fluid,
0: we're fluid. Debbie Debbie McGee suing us.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
0: to be fair, it,
3: it was a heavy yield, wasn't it, 1986? You need, you, there's so much going on. We needed two cracks at it. Game of two yeah. halves.
1: But
2: if yeah. anybody's
3: been... seen
1: the, the playlist that we put on Facebook for 1986, it's twice the size of the previous one. There's 40-odd songs, on, songs on that because it, it's such a belter of a year.
3: If people aren't on our Facebook page, Gary, how do they search for them on Spotify,
1: the
3: um, playlist that we put together for each year?
1: The, well, the, the link is just on, it will be on the, the Facebook, um, so that's what we share when we, when we, when we put it on Facebook. So when you see the, uh, the, the link for the, um, the, the Rotten Retro Time Machine, um, playlist, if they just click on that, if they have Spotify, it'll just take them straight through to the, to the, um, playlist and it's right there.
3: That wasn't like a well rehearsed question that we've had.
1: I actually was asking because I wasn't sure. myself.
3: Yeah.
2: So that's no, good. it is.
1: As simple good. as clicking on a link. Good. Well, we might
3: have a 1986 Part 2 playlist, because so I might suggest it later with uh, what I'm going to talk about. But uh, anyway, is, 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 Mark, is
0: Mark opening the batting as always? Are, are we done with this advertising break, that is? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting this getting the disclaimers out now. <laughs> so remember, <laughs> tune in. I've yeah. done some heavy research for this. I want to get going. <laughs> I think you're not the it only should, one. Who wants to think I should going. say I'm obviously the word Yeah, the um, 1986 when when I was doing my uh, research, I can't help but be distracted by those little adverts you get in on on internet pages, random ones. They so tend to I tend to be on the uh, cheaper end of. Uh, uh, the uh, the web website scale, but uh, I'll just give you an example of some of the ads I saw while I was researching 1986. Adjustable glasses take UK by storm. <laughs> <laughs> Rent a private jet in Leicester. <laughs>
2: <laughs> where, well, or, need, where are we going to
0: fly to?
1: You need to get from Beaumont Lee's to Wigston pretty quickly. That's what. You, what else are you going to do?
0: Everyone in the UK should get this fifty-nine-pound monocular telescope.
1: Oh, I've seen <laughs> everyone. Every I've seen every that. I've seen that. Well,
0: with you, looked, you, bought it.
1: Well, I thought that looks really good, so I looked at the reviews, and everybody, you know, it's, it's like the worst thing ever made ever by anyone. So don't buy one. Uh, is the is the lesson I learned there?
0: Anyway, in in my deep deep dive research that I was doing, I thought I'll be interesting to start with a little question um, related to 1986, uh, and that question is: Have you ever tickled a salmon? <laughs>
2: Poached.
0: <clears throat> oh, no, po- poaching! You're in the territory.
2: Yeah,
1: so and that's true, actually, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, because it's <laughs> you are actually literally tickling one and whipping it out of the water, aren't you? That's the yeah, uh, that's the skill. Um, yeah. If you're a poacher,
3: my dad used to use the phrase, "It's like tickling trout." When so if something was easy, but never a salmon. Is that like for the posher middle class types? The worst. Does <laughs> <laughs> estate lads do? do trout. <laughs> That's right. And the middle class people, they do, uh, you know, they do salmon. It's how the grizzly bears catch them.
0: Yeah, they do bream, don't they? Can I just say, I'm like
3: to see what he set this up to for. <laughs> <laughs> bream, bream and pest. No, uh, because in
0: 1986, the Salmon Act of 1986 went through Parliament outlining the difference between legal and illegal salmon fishery and salmon <laughs> tickling Ticklin was very much <laughs> was very much on the illegal side.
3: <laughs> you can see why.
0: And, yeah, well, you can see why we had to Brexit just to, <laughs> just to strengthen this law.
1: <clears throat> oh. and, I imagine uh, this kind of law that's watered down over the years now, and and people people started off by just sort of looking at them funny, and then sort of. <laughs> Move, moving a bit nearer and uh and maybe eyeing one up a bit and then eventually it gets the um back to tickling and before you know it the law's being broken and and um anarchy. That maybe maybe I
0: wasn't Yeah, maybe I was being a bit too flippant with the description of this law. <laughs> it, it it says uh this is section thirty two of the act is headed Handling Salmon in Suspicious Circumstances. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the
3: title. I'm going to stop there because that was a really, really, really offensive joke, I was going to say. I just wound their neck in there.
1: <sighs> it's always section 32 as well. That's always the section, isn't it? Section 32.
0: Yeah. We're just going to put, stick it in, see if anyone's still reading after <laughs> section 31. Well, tonight, <laughs> tonight we are. And, uh, yeah, uh, it has poached salmon's a criminal offence, but I guess we both, we all knew that, didn't we? Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: well, you know, it depends if you use, a, you know, a bit of, bit of lemon and, uh, dill in there as well. Um, yeah. Garlic, a bit of butter. Yeah. Uh,
0: this, um, is, it's often quoted as, uh, in lists of quirky or absurd laws. Alongside archaic and downright mythical laws in the practice of law. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that must be an extensive area of study: mythical
2: laws.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just wondering if you, if you were to do something so stupid as drove home drunk, and you were pulled over by the police, and they said uh, you don't have to say anything, but we're charging you with drink driving. Uh, what I think it was I would rather be charged under under section 32 of the Salmon Act (laughs) 1986 because I've got at least four salmon breasts in the boot that I can't (laughs) explain
1: all from the same salmon they'll throw the buck at you
0: that is brilliant (laughs) don't say that Uh, The other other notable thing um, is uh, 1986 was the introduction of Job Finder on ITV. Ooh!
3: Did you ever get anything off Job Finder? Did you get a job off Job Finder?
0: Well, I mean, I wonder who possibly would have come home drunk from the pub and fancied applying for a job as a sous chef. (laughs) (laughs) Sue <laughs> <laughs> chef in Wigan yeah I mean, count me in <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: wake, wake, wake come Coming from work on Tuesday morning there's a letter telling you you haven't got an interview you're like what well, <laughs> how did I, that happen thank
3: god this I, is not how you got your job at the little chef was it
1: <laughs> <laughs> Came back I don't even remember replying I was so drunk I was 13 at the time <clears throat>
2: so
0: yeah, the, the only way we'd have been watching it if there's some like nine and a half weeks on being <laughs> <Yeah>. shown before.
2: <laughs> but there's a,
0: this is a legitimate advert, so you might, you might want to roll with this one. On the 12th of the 9th, 1986, a uh, advert on JobFinder ITV went up for an arc welder slash sous chef. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds like my cooking.
0: <laughs> and it, it gets the applying for this job gets increasingly more difficult as you go through the advert.
3: Arc welding and sous chef—is that like fusion cooking, Gary?
0: <laughs> Com, confusion cooking. Confusion cooking. <laughs> I, I sort of I sort of wonder whether the page had been hacked, but I kind of think this is just too. Too good not to have been hacked. So yeah, it gets increasingly difficult as it goes on. Art welder slash sous chef required. Bolton area. (laughs) Wage wages negotiable. (laughs) Which I think which I think if you if you're dual skilled in the in this manner, you're gonna know how much you want a year. (laughs) Uh, It must have experience of welding, comma preferably metal. Must have own welder. Must have own chef's hat. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is where it gets a bit questionable.
3: Have you noticed what? Gary's ticking as we go there? You <laughs> <through> <laughs> Gary's pen. I can see Gary's hand moving like that He's got, down the have list. You, have you got a welder?
1: Uh, I'm going to look to see if this this job's been filled yet from <laughs> <DNA> 1986. <to>
0: I've seen you texting your wife to say, Well, can you just check in the shed if it's still <laughs> working?
1: <laughs> that oxyacetylene is still, just still full. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so this is where it gets a bit murky. 20 years' experience minimum requirement.
3: Well, what, that's what, what I've been waiting boat. for. Of doing both, or of one
1: particular one.
0: Yeah, it doesn't clarify, you see. Have right? you got
1: 20 years' experience of welding and cooking together? Yeah. Or... See, at the time, when I was only 13, I didn't have it, but now. Wow. <laughs> 35 years later.
2: Too, too
0: little too late, Gary. <laughs> and this, this is where it gets even more dubious. Material science PhD. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man.
0: City of guilds. City of guilds in microwave systems. <laughs> system.
1: <laughs> So, essentially, it, it's an FE college who've sacked their dinner lady, isn't it? And they're trying to save money on the welding course and the cookery course. They just want someone to cook their lunches.
0: That, I, I mean, I did my best with that, but I, I just can't re, I, I can't reproduce the electro-jazz porn music that goes with these adverts. <laughs>
2: so,
0: but we'll stick it on the Facebook page so people can uh, yeah, sure. see that. <laughs> the um, this I, I assume or hope this is on your playlist but uh, Just Say No went to number one in 86
1: uh, It isn't on Spotify, sadly because I did look for it <laughs> As, it, um, just to slightly change the subject Sue Pollard, equally, starting together mm. Everyone's favourite hit from 1986 isn't
0: on Spotify YouTube only She's got a
1: He's,
2: the he's back
3: plugging, the pl- plugging him again, and he? he's back advertising again. <laughs> Another ad
1: break. <laughs> no, that's the big—that's the big letdown for the for the 1986 playlist. No, Sue Pollard, really disappointing.
3: Just, just want to talk about just while we're on music in 1986. I I, I looked at the playlist that you did, and then yeah. I, I I seem to remember loads of cover versions, right in 1986, like being the year of the cover version. So I I, I looked it up. And I found there were loads, right? And I'm just going to go through and see if you can name the original artist if I go through the 1986 um, cover versions list. Gary, your favourite song, Don't Leave Me This Way by the Communards. Um, who, was it Was, it, was it hit in 1986? Who did the original? Was that Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes? It was, 1975. Oh, you're not going to hey. get in. Hey,
1: the Harold Caravan of Love. Who did the original of Caravan of oh. Love? No, do you know? I when I was looking that up, I didn't realize that was a cover version until. Yeah. Um, oh,
0: so this up. game's rigged. You know, you've you've already googled all the answers. Uh, no, I don't.
1: I, I don't know what the answer is. I just know it was a cover. But but it was I, a
0: co- it was, go on, Mark. God. I think it's someone like Cool and the Gang or the Commodores, but I I, I couldn't say for sure. Oh. I thought it was the Isley Brothers. It was a '60s song. It was actually someone
3: called Isley Jasper Isley, and <laughs> the song was actually only from the year before, in 1985. Ew, can't go. be right, can it? Well, that's, that's what it said on, when I looked it up. But if can't anyone wants it to, in, if anyone wants to go on the Facebook page and prove me wrong, let us know about plug, plugging it again. Um, Doctor in the Medics, Spirit in the Sky, originally
1: oh, yeah. by Norman Greenbaum.
3: Whoa, superb. <sighs> Nineteen sixty nine, look at this. Now I think this is gonna be I think this is the toughest one out of all the ones I'm gonna do. Banana Venus, originally by I
1: Paul. wanna say something like shocking pink.
0: Richie Martins. Richie Vallon, sorry. Richie
2: Ooh. Martins, Ooh. Uh, was United,
0: another, wasn't it? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <Scumper> United. <laughs> 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 Richie Upries.
3: Uh, shocking, it's shocking but not pink Wrong colour Blue Yes, ah, 1969 yeah. a, band, a band called Club Nouveau Lean On Me Originally by uh, 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 Bill Withers
2: Bill yes. Withers, yes,
1: that's right
3: uh, A few more uh, The Rolling Stones, Harlem Shuffle Originally by
2: that Day? Day.
3: I thought that, Bob and Earl Apparently Oh right, oh okay Kim Wilde, you keep me hanging on? Uh, hang on. Bowls
0: well, Supremes. Supremes.
2: Of course it is, uh, yes. This bang- is turning
0: into a pub quiz, by
1: <laughs> the way. I've got,
3: I've got two more. The Bangles, Hazy Shade of Winter.
1: Oh, that's
2: Simon Thomas
3: Garfunkel. Yeah, no, Simon <laughs> Garfunkel. And the last one, Status Quo in the Army Now. That was a cover version. Did you? No know? way. Yeah. yeah. Someone actually
1: wanted to cover that.
3: <laughs> yes yeah, exactly Well, Status quite
0: wanted to call wanted to buy <laughs> um, it it must a, be like an um, Leonard Skinner uh,
3: well, I'd never heard of a duo called Bolland and Bolland
1: aren't they opticians well i thought I thought it was a tribute actor Holland <laughs> you and Holland <laughs> <The> Mondesia,
0: <laughs> but...
2: <laughs>
3: yeah but so i Gary, I'm just wondering if we should um, put a playlist together of the actual originals of these cover versions from 1986, like a yes. part two, like a part two cover version. Uh, yeah. List. I'll do that.
1: So, look in, I'll, I'll
0: look f- into that. I'll send you the oh. list.
1: Hi. I feel Hi. like Hi. I've Hi.
0: just sat through the bullseye, round, uh, the music round on Bullseye. Right now. <laughs> Jim Bowen's walking off with the 120 quid and the darts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, hey, hang on, you two have had some good news, haven't they? Now, now the, the rules have changed again. You can go back to drinking on park benches every week like you used to. That's
1: it's right, right. So Tuesday nights are out for us now. <laughs> yeah. it.
0: That's it's it. It's never going to get recorded, is it? Light
1: right.
3: from a park bench in from Leicester. a park bench. With a bottle of Baldwins. The old us. He's stuck in Lincoln.
0: Okay, yeah. The best thing is, the police loved talking to us, didn't they? We were like yeah. the best tramps. Mm. The best tramps you could ever meet. Do you know what? I just want this to
3: be done. I want us to be able to sit in a room together and, and actually do this rather than... It's great online, but, you know, yeah. I, I want the days I, of... I do. I said something I today. I, I want the days of bubbles to go back to being when bubbles, the only bubbles I knew was the bloody massage pile at the Derby Railway
0: Station. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson's monkey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. And the contents of a champagne glass.
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Few <For you> middle-class <laughs> listeners out there.
3: They're the only ones I want.
0: Anyway, sorry, I I,
3: I I'm sure I've got the feeling I your adverts, Mark. Sorry, mate. I no, I was, I
0: was just going to say, yeah. Uh, the the uh, the sound quality on this podcast will increase rapidly when once we're let out because I've got about two hundred quid's worth of recording kit in a drawer I haven't used yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he's going to use
1: it.
0: I am. I can't wait
1: at least it'll stop those moments where the, the, the connection gets a bit laboured and starts to slow down. So we, we all on. start sounding like we've had too much to
0: drink. <clears throat> yeah, well, it kind of all blends into the right speed by the end. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's um, <laughs> taking another <laughs> swig of whiskey. That was really good.
3: I also i owe, I owe our listeners an apology, by the way, because um, last week, in the excitement of Squeaky, squeaky Barry Gibb, I um I, I thought that the gone list we were going to be doing um in the uh in the little chef episode, not realising we'd lined it up for this week, so i I was saying yes the gone list is still is still coming up and, and it wasn't, but it is it is in this episode. So that'll
0: explain all the complaints. Yeah, I I, I imagine <laughs> that. I imagine that. So So um yeah, I ain't not got much else to tell you about 1986, apart from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, landmark movie. Well, oh, Gary's got a big notepad out of the drawer there. What?
1: That, well, no, it's just to make a note of something rather than read anything from it. So, oh. <laughs> so I'm sorry um, to be disappointing. got but... another
0: 40 minutes to fill.
1: That, that <laughs> bit, that, that bit, the best bit
3: in that film is when he's doing the the run to get home before his, his mum and sister. Mm. And the music that's playing is uh, rotating head by the beat as he's going through the gardens and he nicks the hamburger and he's properly sprinting. And the best little 10 seconds is when he jumps over through the garden between the two women sunbathing on the, on, 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 in their garden. And he disappears out of shot and the music keeps going, but the shot stays on the women. And then he just comes back in. Hi, I'm very beautiful Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> a, a long time bit. since I've seen that actually. Yeah. It, that's it, that's I want to revisit?
0: I think. I thought I'd, I thought I'd revisit the description of the movie just to to rekindle what it was about. It's actually quite a basic premise: uh, a slack a slacker skips school for a day out in Chicago. That's it.
1: Well, yeah, I imagine that was the pitch that sold it yeah. to uh, the, the, the studios. Yeah,
0: although there was some there was there was another strand to it that I had to look up, and it said it. He used a, sto- a story-telling te- technique where the main character uh, regularly broke the fourth wall. And I thought, well, what's the fourth... I assumed the fourth wall was like Christmas Day when you couldn't eat any more. <laughs> 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 someone comes out with the cheese and biscuits.
1: His <laughs> trousers will no, yield no more. Yeah, but actually...
0: <laughs> Is is just turn turn to camera and explain? I,
3: I I thought the fourth wall was the one that Gary was has challenged Mike Tyson to a fight behind because you've got the Berlin Wall, the Great Wall of China, Hadrian's Wall, and Gary's Wall. My wall,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, it's not there anymore. Gary's of wall, right, we,
1: the we invisible
0: men. wall. The yeah. Bronston brawler.
1: <laughs> oh, by the, the way,
2: Tyson behind the
3: wall. Tyson hasn't got back to us at the minute, mate. No, so no so the, so that's he, it. Obviously you can sell that. Out.
1: Tell that to HBO, the brawl behind the wall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. And uh, by contrast, I looked up Top Gun, also released in 1986. So, Top
1: Gun. Man cooks his goose in a plane.
0: (laughs) That is pretty much it. Actually, (laughs) that probably gives you more than what the, the official description is. Tom Cruise plays maverick mitchell, a young aviator on an aircraft carrier <laughs> excuse me not covid full full disclosure uh yeah so Tom Cruise plays a young av- aviator on an aircraft car- carrier goose bradshaw now there's there's a name straight oh. out of Salford <laughs> is that a name or an instruction <laughs> <laughs> they're both given the chance to train at an at an elite weapons school.
3: I, I don't want to watch it. I, know. I, I don't want to watch it. I, 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 have you seen it? I've never seen it.
0: I've, I've, I've got the gist of like, it.
1: I have seen it, yeah.
0: I feel yeah. like I've seen
3: it now from your description.
1: That's it. Because his name in it, I think, was, although his, his his call name was Maverick, but I think his first name was Peter Mitchell. Um, And we had a kid at school called Peter Mitchell, so for a while he was the coolest kid because oh. he got oh. the same name as Maverick from Top Gun. Um, which was better than his usual nickname which was um bockle <laughs> uh which when you come from Bronston in Leicester like like I don't know a lot of places in Leicester the word bottle is often pronounced bockle with yeah. like a, a couple of k's in there um like an hospital and uh lots of lots of those words just just change and they become really slangy puddles are puggles um <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Stepped
1: in a puggle. And, it's uh, a
0: magical and, land, isn't it? It
1: is. <laughs> and so Bockle was called Bockle because his when we played football, his legs were so pale and white, they looked like milk Bottle's. Um so that was that was he's was quite good in goal though, to be fair to him. But uh, yeah, that was our Peter Mitchell at school. And and
0: and the idea of Milky Mitchell just passed everyone by. <laughs>
1: He'd already got the name before he, joined, he came to our school, so we can't be responsible for the nicknames oh, from junior school. One those. He gets probably
0: one of those that g- gave himself his own nickname to sound impressive. <laughs> yeah,
3: that Paul <laughs> Link, Link's calling himself the governor.
0: Yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't call me the governor.
1: Yeah.
0: What? No one's calling you the governor. Don't call me the governor.
1: <laughs> no, call me Bockle. <laughs> <laughs> call me
0: Bockle. So, yeah, that went nowhere. <laughs> um, the uh, the cast of, um, this this is the last, ringing out the last bits of desperation of the notes that are made. The cast of Grange Hill were flown to the White House to meet Nancy Reagan on the back of the Just Say No campaign, because she launched Just Say No in the U.S. Right. That,
2: well, I mean. How when, did that when, go down? Was
3: that for an American audience? Obviously,
0: yeah, well, it was publicity stunt all around, I suppose. I think when Zamo was told he was going to the White House, yeah,
2: <laughs> completely in
1: mind. But I, I remember watching a, um, <laughs> a a program about that because uh, I think, was it like because she uh, Nancy Reagan had got her anti drugs thing going on in America and they invited him over on the back of what grange hill was doing there was one of the kids in grange hill whose name i don't know the character's name because but he was one of those who was always in it but barely had a line he was always in the background um and i think his the actor's name was something like michela christie and he was one of the gang that went over and they they ended up i think it was like they ended up at the in on the mound at a baseball game in front of you know uh Fifty thousand people um to promote this anti drugs message, and he said at least i think it was something like at least three of them were all were stoned at the time um because they obviously hadn't heeded their own their own advice, and uh, they they hadn't well, said it, no when they, they should were have <laughs>
0: there come on then, who died <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> zamo wasn't it. Yeah. Did Sambo actually die? I can't remember, actually. Oh, uh, no. No, he, he didn't. Died. Somebody it's... died, didn't they? Oh, someone died in a swimming pool, didn't they? Someone drowned in. Uh, yes. It was quite. It was quite. Um, uh, in grain
2: Yeah.
1: Quite a morbid at
3: parts, yeah. Ooh. Which is a great link into the Gorn List, then, isn't it? <laughs>
2: yes. So,
3: 1986 Gorn List. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, former Prime Minister Harold Macmillan. gone. Mm. He's. He'd, ha- he'd had it better, hadn't he? <laughs> the man who said he'd never had it so good. I think yeah. you'll find he had. <laughs> so he'd gone. Um, rock legend, Phil Liner.
1: Gone!
0: Oh, yeah, that's a sad one.
1: Married to
3: Leslie... Uh, Leslie, what's For that Albert. name? Bralbert.
0: daughter. Yeah, I've,
3: yeah.
1: I've never, it's one of those names. I'm never sure where it's, whether it's Liner or Liner. I've heard it both ways. and never got a definitive on it.
3: Me uh, neither. I, I always go with Liner, but... Who knows? Don't Um, Don't ask people to write
0: in with the answer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Everyone talks about, oh, yes, he was a genius. Whiskey in the Jar, Boys Are Back in Town, etc.
0: But have you ever heard the
3: Thin Lizzy song, Jailbreak? Yeah. From the eponymous, yeah, yeah, the title track from from the Jailbreak album. Ma'am, I just want to talk about a couple of things in that song. The lyric, tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town.
2: Oh, yeah. Where Where would that be? Where could that possibly be (laughs) from?
3: I I ain't Columbo, but I reckon it could be the hospital. (laughs) Hospital. And 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 the the the, every time I hear it or read it or even just making sure I've got the lyrics absolutely right for this, I I still my jaw is still dropped at this lyric. Searchlight on my trail. Tonight's the night. All systems fail. Hey you good-looking female, come here.
1: <laughs> where, do, where do you even go with that? That's a bit like the lyric that could almost accompany um, Ferris Bueller in his attempts to rush back to his house. He's still got time to say to a good-looking female, hey, you. <laughs>
3: yes, it is. And back he comes on the <laughs> run. <laughs> Very good. James Cagney,
1: gone. Oh, man.
2: That's
3: yeah. The wow. man who, the man who Orson Welles called the greatest actor ever to set foot in front of a camera. There you go. He's Although, obviously, pretty he, good. obviously he died before Hollyoaks started, so he would have <laughs> had to uh, in Hollyoaks. That would have that, <laughs> that would have changes been. that changes but, the game. Um, but uh, but do you notice every time in the seventies, especially, you saw someone doing an impression of him on telly, normally Yarwood or Les Dennis, they'd all say, "You dirty rat," yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I had a feeling that he'd never said this. I'd heard this somewhere before, and I checked it out, and he never said it. Absolutely never said it. The nearest he got was in the 1932 film Taxi, where he said, come out and take it, you dirty, yellow-bellied rat, or I'll give it you through the door. That's That's it. So then he got me thinking, well, hang on a minute. I bet there must be loads of people who are famous for lines and quotes that they actually never said.
0: Yeah. So I looked it up. uh, Schwarzenegger must be all
3: over that. Well, I've got a good one here. Mark Charlton. You lads sit down. I'll get the first round, him. (laughs) 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 Sherlock Holmes apparently never said elementary, my dear Watson. Never said it. In any of the books, the character never said it. Queen Victoria apparently never said we are not amused. In fact, ironically, she was renowned for her sense of humour and was a lovely lady.
1: <laughs> oh, the life and soul of the party, she was.
3: Yeah, and I've only, I've only put this one in because it's a running three throughout all these podcasts. Al Gore. I invented the internet.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> apparently, apparently I, I didn't know that he was famous for saying that, but apparently he is, uh, and he never said it. Um, so, uh, Voltaire. French Enlightenment writer, historian and philosopher, apparently said, I disapprove, he's famous for having said, I disapprove of what you say, but I'll defend your, to the death your right to say it. Apparently he never said that at all. Mm. But, um, but there you go. But there's actually got a little known little fact about Voltaire. Um, was that he was actually a brilliant uh, uh, athlete, especially a field athlete, uh, who due to his Eastern European mother, represented Poland at many international track and field events. Yeah, he was a, he was a top notch pole vaulter.
2: <laughs>
0: we were waiting for it, weren't we? Come on!
2: <laughs> so
3: don't deny it. I even put, I even put after the, I even put the, in brackets. This is shit, but it should get a right. <laughs> so there's uh,
0: no way you weren't going to say it. I
3: got to say it. Got to say it. Um, you know, Julius Caesar et tu Brute? Never said
0: it. Never said et tu Brute. You know who said et tu Brute? Oh, I do know this. It wasn't Julius Caesar. Oh. It was, but it was a Roman emperor that was two generations before him. Am I close with that? Nowhere near. Is Popeye? Ooh. No, et tu, Brute, it was Henry Cooper. He was
2: asking... <laughs> Where do you go with this? He was,
3: he was asking Kevin Keegan if he wanted to splash it all over. No, so, <laughs> it, it, it actually came from the Shakespeare play. Shakespeare wrote the play and put the line in. That's where it came from. That's all. Oh. Cool. Uh,
2: like
1: uh, is this a, a, a dagger I see before me? Isn't it? It's like, isn't that? What, yeah. That's the that's the Carry On film, and it's not actually the uh, the Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> infamy, <laughs> infamy. Yeah, yeah, oh, infamy. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: and apparently, Marie Antoinette never said "Let them eat cake."
1: She spoke French for a start. So, that was that was Mr. Kipling said that. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should just wind it in,
3: shouldn't I? Oh very never. Never. Um and then we go into a bit more sort of um they were the best of the gaulns, but I think there's a couple here. Uh Simone de Beauvoir Simone de Beauvoir? Simone de Beauvoir. Uh yeah, a French writer, feminist yeah. who who I was only aware of through the Lloyd Cole song. Rattlesnakes. She reads Simone de Beauvoir in an American circumstance. But that's uh, that's it really. It's a pretty pretty tight yield.
1: Um It was it was the year that um uh Dustin G was gone, though, wasn't it? As well. That was the Hang on, that
3: wasn't showing up on my golden No, it, I thought it was definitely was on mine. Yeah.
1: Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. I'm surprised you didn't go there. That's the that's the thing.
3: I even mentioned Les Dennis, didn't I? Well, there yeah. you go. Do you know what? That was not on my search. I'd searched lots of different ways, and uh, I do apologise. He was
2: talk- the
1: first famous golden on my list, actually. Let's the talk. Third of talk January, G. Yeah, he was. He was. The, he was good. You know, he. We, we were left with Les Dennis doing Mavis Riley for the next thirty years, but Dustin G was actually he could do it. Was he? Because is that one of those things that you
3: remember? Like, that sometimes you remember it, and then you'd go back and check it out, and you think, oh, God, no, it was awful. Or was he actually really good?
1: I think I, think I remember at the time thinking, he's so much better than Les Dennis, <laughs> and then he died. But um, maybe I am misremembering You're it. Setting
0: the bar on? remarkably high there.
1: I am, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: there is, there is one more goal, one, actually, that I don't know if it's shown up on your list. Um, Freddie Starr's hamster. <laughs> Course, well, yeah. not Freddie Star's hamster, obviously. No. The, uh, the, Fed, the the hamster, the Freddie Star ate the, the Freddie Star ate my hamster. Um, was the voted one of the most memorable news headlines in the newspaper headlines of the last century. Yeah. Uh, in two thousand, it says that happened in uh, nineteen ninety six. Do you remember the story behind it? The actual what the story was. ever remembers the headline, but do you actually remember the the ins and outs of the story?
1: I don't think I ever bothered finding out.
3: You didn't want to, really, did you? I, no, I didn't, I didn't either. Yeah.
1: Um, well,
3: apparently, it was claimed that he was staying at the home of his friend, uh, Vince McCaffrey, after a show in Manchester, and he was asking uh, McCaffrey's girlfriend uh, if she'd make him a sandwich. She refused, so he grabbed her pet hamster, Supersonic, sandwiched it between two slices of bread and started eating it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now, that's what, he always denied this, and apparently, to be fair to him, he's been a veg- he was a vegetarian since his teens. So I'm not quite sure how he could have eaten a hamster. As he said in, in, in his book in 2001, I've never eaten or even nibbled a live hamster, gerbil, guinea pig, mouse, shrew, vole, or any other small mammal. <laughs> so, uh, but, the, but, when he died, gone, um a few years back, The Sun did a headline on the front page, Freddie Starr joins his hamster. <laughs> <laughs> And That's described nice. him as the son's favourite pet eating comedian. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: all these babes have got one, haven't
3: they? So, uh. Just... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. the hamster. R.I.P. the hamster,
1: yeah. You
0: missed, uh, you missed no end here. Yeah. Go on. Pat Phoenix.
1: Yeah. I can't believe these
0: didn't show up on my Golden Church.
1: Yeah. Phoenix to the Flames. I imagine. I... Do you know she what? Was cremated.
3: I've done, a, I've done a poor job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, wasn't Cary Grant. Cary, Cary Grant, Grant yeah. Yeah. I've
3: got him further down my list. Wally Simpson, Hermione Baddeley, uh, Ray Milland. Oh, yeah,
1: Ray Milland. Ray Milland.
3: Yeah. I've got those.
1: But, uh, yeah, Pat Phoenix and Dustin G.
0: Harold McMillan.
1: He was the first one. Oh, was in. Oh, my God, Steve. it started, hasn't it? it started, <laughs> Remember, love? <laughs> Gaslighting you now, Stu. Oh,
0: that's it. I know When you said Har- Harold McMillan, I heard someone completely different. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, it happens. Um, so, yeah. So, um, I've missed two classics there. Pat Phoenix. Man, do you know what? I, I, I actually, during the first lockdown, started watching some old Coronation Streets from, like, sort of early 80s. And it was the classic era. Chalky White, uh, Oggy, San Ogden, Pat Phoenix, mate. Sh- she was really good, like properly good in that. You know, again, one of those things you you don't. You, as a kid, you think, oh yeah, Elsie Tanner, but she was all right. But actually, you watch her, you watch her act in it. She was fantastic. They're worth to the watch them old ones.
0: Yeah. Mate. I think they're alright for half an hour Imagine getting caught up in it
3: <laughs> well, I did, I got trapped in 1982
2: For about, for about three weeks
0: yeah, I haven't left the house but, uh, I'd I'd, yeah. I'd love to find out If they've been archived in that way Series 24 Episode 23 I've been binge watching it Since 1982 Can't catch up
1: Got a yeah. mate who's who's well who started watching it because his wife does and now he's got into it. So all these vi- um vintage Coronation Street episodes and he was up to, they were up to the point where um Ivy Ivy Tilsley was married to someone called Don Don, he Don was, Brennan John Brennan who yeah. was and I remember him sat always sounding like he was half cut and he was a taxi driver because yeah. he always just saw like that. How you doing, Ivy? it was just always really sounded like he was really drunk. And that's all I remembered about him. But I always get a text message every time the mate's watching an episode, which is far too often for a man in his 40s.
3: Well, he lost a leg, didn't he? The character lost a leg. He he ended up with one leg, the character, in did some accident. Then he became very bitter and twisted and started stalking Alma.
1: (laughs) How do you stalk with one leg? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not very quietly, I would have thought. <laughs> there you go. Um, we've, I can't believe we've got this far to 1986 and haven't talked about the Hand of God.
1: It's one of those things that's just—it's still too raw. <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon. Hey, too are you,
3: soon. Are you? What's your genuine? You know, with time, time passed. Mark, are you still? Are you still bitter about it?
0: No, I wasn't really that bitter about it at the time. I think it, like, it was, it was a colossal act of cheating that, that he'll have to live with for the rest of his life. Obviously I wasn't so philosophical as a schoolboy at Yarborough High School. Yeah. When, uh, but the, um, yeah, the whole thing, I, I just think, well, he was such a great player that it was a shame that he did that, but it, they would have beaten us anyway sort of thing. That's where I was with it. In my head, with
3: it all, you just you just think that if Gary Lineker had done it against Argentina
0: in the same game to win the game,
3: there'd have been a statue to him in every English town and city, wouldn't there? You know. Uh,
1: yeah.
3: So I, I, I'm with you. I can't get overly.
1: I, I was I was fuming at the time. These days, I don't care about football quite so much, but yeah, at the time, I was raging about it. Absolutely raging about it. If I, if, I, if Twitter had been around, I might have even put something on Twitter about it. That, that's how raging I was. You would have got took to, to Twitter? I would have took to Twitter, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and flounced onto Facebook or something, got, whatever people do.
0: I always find that magnificent, those people who ruin their weekends just arguing with each other on Twitter.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. And
0: it's like, even better, ones who are arguing about football, like... Like it's really that important. And I know it is important. I love it. I love it as much as anyone else, but am I gonna am I gonna spend my entire Saturday having a spat about a left back who might not have played that well? You know.
3: Oh man, it's anything where people share views, is it? It's like if you're if you're really bored and want to laugh, just just go and read the comments under any newspaper story. Yeah. It's just like online. It's just like, it's literally like, oh, the sky. What a lovely sunny day today. It's not sunny, you idiots. It's
2: cloudy <laughs> over. And like,
3: oh, it's all kicked off. Hang on well, a minute.
1: You would say that, Snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like,
3: you know. I, I, yeah, well, anyway, indeed. I, I, I just, I, I take the approach of really, why would you want to read the
0: opinions of pretty thick people? But anyway. So, you know.
3: Spend 20 minutes of your life, you're not going to get back.
0: Yeah, tweet that later.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like. you'll have to edit that out. But
2: anyway,
3: <clears throat> but yeah, this is our love of social media again. That we that we every week we slag it off and then <laughs> and then still ask people. By the way, what a Facebook page? Come and yeah. join us. <laughs>
2: Brilliant. It's, so. a,
1: um, it's it's interesting actually that that this is the although we did get a, uh, a bit of an internet reference in earlier that. Um, Although this isn't, I couldn't find any reference to anybody claiming that the internet started in 1986, like we have done for every other year we've yeah. we've done so far. But it, apparently, this was the first year that there was a PC virus starting to Ooh. spread. Yeah. So yeah, this was the uh, the first the first time there was a, ever a, a PC virus. In the world.
3: How did it spread without the internet? Was it all put on a floppy disk and sort of
1: well yeah that's what I remember that's what happened when i, w- I was doing my a levels and someone someone sent a disk to um loads and loads of different colleges and and it was uh it was it had got a virus on it so so you might not spread it around the world in the same way the they used to because we didn't have email or whatever but it would ruin anybody's internal network um and lots and lots of colleges received this disc and some of them did, you know, use it and, um, regretted it. But, uh, it, it could, it could cause problems even if you weren't linked up to the internet back in 1986. That, that's just a boring technical thing. You
3: could have wrecked your BBC computer.
1: That's right, yeah. <laughs> your, and, school, your school's, your school's
3: one BBC computer. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> it is an odd little thing that I, I didn't know and then led me on a path. Um, to more research, but there was a, a war that had lasted 335 years, interestingly called the 335 Years War, <laughs> between the Netherlands and the Isles of Scilly. What? Exactly, but it Thank wasn't you. until 1986 that a, a treaty was signed to end this war between the Netherlands and the Isles of Scilly that had been going on for 335 years. What? Started, started, started during the, the Civil War. Um, Over what? Over what? I, do you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Who I won? Couldn't find, I Who couldn't won? find out. Say again. Who won? Who, well, no one. We just signed a treaty. It was a bloodless war as well. No one died. No, no one. Did. No, in 1986,
3: no one died. And, uh, <laughs> and did they just sort of sort of shake fists at each other? Is that, was it like an episode yeah. of On the Buses?
1: Well, I just wonder. that I by you 19... Isles. Yeah, by 1986, they had to be reminded that they were still at war and had to sign a treaty to stop being at war. I imagine It's probably something that happened. They had to go. Um, but when you when you look into these um, little oddities. And there are things that are going on in the world that you, you don't know about. And when I was looking into it, I discovered that Portugal is at war with the airing cupboard in my house, which I, I don't know how we're going to sort out a treaty there, but but this room that I'm talking to you from is actually no man's land. And, um.
0: You're in a safe zone.
1: And on, and on Remembrance Sunday, it's not it's not just the fallen I'm going to be remembering. It's the, the fallen down the back of the cupboard as well that I'm going to have to. Use. It's going to be socks and all sorts of, that we, that we need to remember. Um,
2: <clears throat> so
1: obviously that's not true. But the thing about the the, the Netherlands, I love the how Canada you had to explain that. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: what a disclaimer.
1: Yeah, but no, the, the other thing is true. The 335 years war is yeah. true. How about I just that?
0: Thought I'm just picturing all those history enthusiasts piling down to have a look at your earring. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> <laughs> my earring <heir> cover.
0: <laughs> Can you wait till after lockdown, lads? we have to put, we're
2: a,
1: a plaque with, with names of, uh, of socks and towels that have gone missing. Yeah. And of
3: course, the bloodiest battle in here was in <laughs> 1986 when Gary could not find a clean
2: towel for love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he like, wasn't uh, even living there at the time.
0: People who come up to the house and Pin pictures of odd socks on your garage
1: door. <laughs> 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 have this you thing, seen this sock? since eighty <laughs> two. <laughs> and um, another, another thing, I don't know if you've have you ever heard. This isn't a euphemism. It sounds like something that should be in um, the uh, Profanosaurus. But uh, the Al Capone's vault. Um, the the mystery of Al Capone's vault. Right. Is that. Have you, ever, have you ever heard this? I, I, something I'd heard about, I didn't realise it actually happened in 1986. So there's this um, TV presenter in America. You, you, he's on Fox News these days, so that gives you an indication of, of the level that we're dealing with. Yeah, um, seems legit. Like yeah. So in uh, in 1986, this guy, Geraldo Rivera, oh, um, yeah. you might know him, um, he got the sack from ABC um, news because he wanted to do a story about um, JFK and um Marilyn Monroe and they didn't want to run the story so he criticized them on air and you they just not a- handle the truth exactly. did he say that <laughs> so um, he uh so he just he, he went off and in the meantime um, there were some hotels in Chicago where Al Capone had lived so during the height of his you know um criminal empire he lived in in these hotels and um, this particular one called i think it's called the lexington um it was due for some refer, refurbishment in the 80s and they discovered um, a load of a shooting gallery um shooting range and uh, lots of tunnels under the um the hotel which had gone um some of them uh, started behind, um, from al capone's um, rooms so what they were they they'd spread out across the town and um, led to various bars and brothels and things so it was there so they could make quick escapes and under the city without being detected um, and they found this this vault so Geraldo rivera um got a load of investment and a load of people interested saying, we're going to open al capone's vault in the lexington because there'd always been these stories that there was some missing riches um that al capone had left behind so they did this live program and they built it up for weeks and weeks and weeks um and it all ended on this particular night in 1986 and they got um they got uh doctors and um tax people And uh, all sorts of things, in case they found bodies and and money and and things that would have to be taken to somewhere official. And they opened the vault, and there were some empty bottles that might have been used for moonshine, and that was all there was. So they'd spent all this time and all this money, and it was still what, you know, it was it was watched by millions of people across America. And he ended up being a bit of a joke, and then ended up on Fox News. So the career progression was obviously um, natural, but uh, it was that was quite a big thing in 1986. To be, to be I,
0: honest, it's not entirely his fault, is it? Like well, somebody should have thought. How how sure are you about this?
1: Well, this, honestly,
3: this, there's, there's chaos in there. Oh
1: yeah. It's there's going to be there's going to be bodies. There's going to be jewels and trophies and yeah. money and. Where drugs. was
0: it? Chicago. Chicago, Chicago one. Yeah, yeah. So, at some point, somebody just said, so you're telling me yeah. <laughs> that there's tunnels from the Lexington to, like, numerous pubs around the city so yeah. that Al Capone can make a quick getaway.
1: That's it. Yeah.
3: Nobody so... put a hand
0: up.
1: <clears throat> and uh, No, they're, they are all there. Those tunnels and everything are still there. But this, this like particular one—that one, that, uh, it was this particular room that they—that was—that was sort of bricked up—and they thought this was the one with all the uh, with all the, the goodies inside—and sadly for Geraldo, there was nothing in there. Apart from Four any empty rock.
0: bottles and a, yeah. a box of tissues and two copies of Razzle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, even that would have been something. You know, they didn't even have that. So Take this for forensics.
3: <laughs> History has proven that this is where Mr. Capone came to relax in a gentleman's way.
1: <laughs> Don't use the flashlight. Yeah. No wonder
3: he needed to have. <laughs> <hug. flashlight. Yeah. laughs> Don't use the UV. Got to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. Um Gary, I I'm I'm I've become obsessed with this silly Isles Holland War and I've I've actually while you were chatting, just been... Yeah. I, I found how it started. Oh, go on. So you were right. It was the Civil War. So... Uh, look at him uh, checking up on you. Checking yeah, up on you. The nerve of the man. He's
1: just making stuff up, this lad.
3: I'm the new
0: Simon Sharner.
1: Right, let's have a look. Uh,
0: <laughs> it com- comes with no facts. <laughs> And then he starts checking your facts. <laughs> so, the nerve of the man! I can't work under these conditions.
3: Um, <laughs> the Dutch, uh, the Dutch, an unlikely player in this domestic clash, of the Civil War, had decided to join the conflict uh, on the side of the Parliamentarians after identifying them as the most likely victors. All right, they're not like they're going to win. Let's get on their side. Unlikely. The Royalists, long-time allies of the Dutch, considered the decision a betrayal and set about punishing their former friends by raiding Dutch shipping lanes in the the English Channel. By 1651, things were not going well for the Royalist forces, and after a series of battles, um, Cromwell had pushed their army back to the last stronghold of Cornwall, while the Royalist navy had been forced back to the tiny isles of Scilly. The Uh. Dutch... Seeing an opportunity to recoup some of their losses from the Royalist raids, immediately sent a fleet of 12 warships to the Isle of Scilly to demand reparation. After receiving no satisfactory answers, uh, they subsequently declared war uh, on 30th of March
1: 1651. There you go. Fact. Facts. What was the
0: actual date when it ended then? Because I can't do the maths for 335. Plus 335. I can't believe both of you have been looking at this.
1: Three, three, five-year war, yeah. I was only I was only looking up at the year it ended, not the year it started.
3: Yes, 335-year uh-huh. war. So it started yeah. in, in
1: 1651.
2: Yeah. You
0: just said that, so when did it end? What year in, did it end?
2: In 1986. 1986. Oh, yeah. Why, why are we talking about that, then? <laughs> 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 this, is, this is literally...
3: <laughs> like having a conversation with my dear old granddad, bless you
0: <laughs> and what did Harold Buckmillan have to do with it
3: <laughs> Maureen where are we lockdown fog,
0: that's what it is It is, yeah it is it is, bless you so is that, have we rung it, have we rung everything out of 1986
1: I think, well so just, that Maradona
0: got off lightly I'll, I'll
1: yeah, you did. To be fair, there was yeah. um, there was just one one question, and I, I just wondered why something had happened. In 1986, it was the year that they announced the plans to construct the Channel Tunnel. Um, so the UK and France announced that they were going to build it, um, and they were going to they were going to call it the Channel, which, if you remember, is is sort of what it was called at the, when it first opened. And then yeah. it died, and no one calls it the Channel anymore, do yeah. they? No. What,
2: what I, don't
1: know, I don't know why, but it just, it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Channel tunnel works so much better than channel. And, um, it was. It sounds know. like
0: chunder. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that
0: could be it. That's <clears> the
1: <throat> Yeah. So it's all these sort of, um, what they call portmanteau words of these melds. Yeah. So it's, yeah, um.
0: Port, portmanteau words.
3: Yeah.
1: Hang on, hang on, this is
3: him. Pork, cooking, welding, pork manto, you see. He's welded
0: welded, welded two
1: words together. (laughs) Hang (laughs)
0: on, he's ideal for this. Hey, you could name your price in Bolton, Gary. That's (laughs)
2: right. Just
1: just going (laughs) to saunter in like I own the place.
0: How many years of experience have you got?
1: Oh, 35 now, at least. And I know you've (laughs) got a chef's hat. (laughs) 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 How do you get a chef's hat
0: on by the way? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> there's a there's a winch involved and uh um yeah it's
0: Are you one of those that like when you when you've got it on all the curly bits stick
1: <laughs> out? <outside. laughs> I'll just give you an example. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look at that.
0: You see, if we didn't know you, so so this is like the worst visual gag podcast moment ever. <laughs> Gary's just put on a fez and his <laughs> substantial curly perm has sprung out the sides of it.
1: For those of you listening in black and white, as yeah.
0: they say. I'd um, just say, you're the sort of person who, who I meet at work wearing something like that. But then when they take the fez off, I genuinely have never met anyone wearing a fez at work, by the way, but wearing a hat. Or a baseball cap. They take it off and then they're completely bald.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it's getting whereas,
0: that way. Whereas you've, you've got it going on. Like You've got, you've got a f- fine thatch. <laughs> it's just very curly. It's
1: just very curly, yeah. There's about four hairs, but they're very long and very curly. <clears throat>
2: I
0: think
1: it's getting curlier. Oh, yeah.
0: What, oh, it, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: It does. It sort of gets the, It it grows so far, and then it, it it doesn't get. It doesn't appear to be any longer. It's just the curls getting tighter. Uh,
3: at the minute, you're sort of circa 1992, Roland Dausable.
0: At the minute, yeah. <laughs> Six more months of lockdown in Leicester. He'll be Brian May. Don't worry yeah. about that. It's getting yeah. there, isn't it? Cool.
3: I think he's got to go through Michael Bolton first. <laughs> <laughs> make it, make of that what you will. <laughs>
1: That's what he. That's what he said. If you're gonna to get to Brian May, you're gonna get through me first.
0: <laughs> Anita Dobson. Anita Dobson, stage
2: five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I wish making it start, out of
0: this now. For the adverts. I, know, I wish we'd stayed. I wish we'd started taking photos of it at the start of lockdown.
2: I don't know. Well, we yeah, could have done.
1: It was bad enough. The first. The first haircut I had after in during lockdown was in. July. So I'd gone from March to July, and then I was just about to have another one, and then it we all shut down again. So I've I've gone from July to now. So it's even it's even longer than. Um, so
0: so last July. November was your Thorah herd phase. Yes.
1: <laughs> when
0: did you get? We were still meeting in the park when you had your Brian blessed beard. I like, yes,
2: Yeah. In yeah. Shape. yeah.
0: You couldn't yeah. couldn't live with it though, could
2: you? Oh. God, I think too. I think
3: Gary in real life is actually bold and clean shaven. It's just like, he plays Guess Who. <laughs> so when
2: he, he turns up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: <he's> a, <laughs> oh no, it's the other way, isn't
2: it? The other way isn't it? Come on. Uh, yeah.
1: Anyway, that's not a good visual gag for a podcast either, is it?